We welcome you to Sunday Morning Live. That is SNL Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. This is your hostess, Sister Maria. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursday, Acts of the Holy Ghost. If you're looking for a church home, looking for ministry, looking for growth, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and allow God to be God. The next voice you will hear after the song and worship will be our pastor and yours, Pastor Henderson. Join us in praise and worship as we welcome the word of God. ninth day of May. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and to Mr. Mom as well. You know, there are their moms and, and Mr. Moms everywhere. And so certainly we want to thank God for each of you and the roles that you are playing in the life of your children <clears throat> and in the life of, you know, it's a continual, it's a continual work. It's a continual responsibility. That's the word I'm looking for. And as far as parenting, it never ceases. Uh, even though they reach a certain age and say, well, I'm grown now. I, I got a job. I didn't have my own babies. Yeah, but you still, uh, you still my child. And, and so that doesn't come, that never comes to an end. 
And so certainly we thank and praise God for this day, the recognition that is going on across the nation and many other places. We're going to go into the word of God after we hear from our psalmstress and, uh, you know, and continue to magnify the Lord. My heart is excited, but at the same time, I'm thinking of a number of things that are that God has done and what he is going to do. I'm walking with a great expectation uh, unto the Lord, and I hope you are too. I hope your expectations are high this morning. Amen. Never let your expectations down uh, of the Lord. Never insult him by thinking that he just can't handle the situation. You know, you need to know, you need to remember that, that God can handle it all. No matter what you throw at him, he can handle it. Uh, he's built for it. Uh, yes, he is. He's built for it. We saw that on Calvary. Uh, the Lord is built for it. And so we want to honor the Lord this morning and, and thank him for all that he has done. We want to be grateful and just thank him for what he is doing. You know, don't stop thanking God. Don't stop praising God. Don't stop lifting him up in any kind of way. But bless him, bless him, bless him. Amen. Unite one.
before you with hearts of thanksgiving, Lord God, to say thank you for your goodness and grace. Thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, for waking us up this morning, giving us the activity of our land. Lord God, to honor you, to honor your presence. Lord God, to honor your thoughtfulness of us. Lord God, I pray and ask that you touch those that are sick in their body. Lord God, touch those that have unspoken requests that lines up with your will. Lord God, touch your children. Lord God, and touch, Lord God, the parents, mothers, fathers across the land. In the mighty name of Jesus, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you, Sister Sharice. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I just want to say thank you today. just want to thank God today. I, I, I'm, we're going to not, but I want you to prepare. You just put it that way. Prepare in an offering unto the Lord this morning. Uh, usually we do offerings. Uh, we're well off the air when, when offerings are, are done. But we, we believe in tithes and offerings. And this morning, I, I only because I feel led this morning that we're doing it right now. And, and so... And so we want to be a blessing unto the Lord. When you have it, just lift your offering in your hand. We're going to bless it. And we're going to go on in the, into the word of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to be talking about being blessed. And we're going to be talking about the arrow of deliverance. Uh, it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. Bless you, Jesus. And everything lines up with the word of God. And so you want to be in alignment with his word. It's important. You know, if your alignment is off on your car, it won't drive straight. When you, uh, your alignment is off, if you have a sunroof and the roof is open, you'll hear a rattling sound, which says your wheels are out of balance or the alignments, or something's wrong. Then when you get that realigned, then things are working. You don't hear that, that rumble and noise and carrying on vibrating through the roof. Uh, you ever, sometimes you may have been behind a car, you may have been behind someone, and you saw that you could see their front wheels, but the car itself was angled in the back because the alignment was off. And, and so, or you go to make a turn, and, and the car doesn't turn the same, it doesn't corner the same because the alignment is off. You know, the wheels weren't taken off the car, the car is still running, but something is off. It's not in, uh, it's not running in, op in the optimal state of being. It's not in its prime uh, alignment. And so we want to make sure that we line up with the word of God. It's imperative that we walk according to what God is saying. What not our thoughts, not my thought, it's not my opinion, but it is the word of God. Everyone, no matter what title you have, oh, well, he's the bishop of, uh, planet Jupiter and, and the third die of sin and uh, you know and uh, you know and uh, listen uh, he has to line up with the word of God uh, he still got to be baptized in Jesus name for the remission of sin still got to live a holy life because he will preach to others maybe encourage others and then go to hell and so we all have to line up with the word of God title or title list uh, just, just talking while you get your, get your offering and lift it up. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. If you've already given, some is already given, put your hand up. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you right now for your, your goodness. We thank you for your grace, Lord God. I ask that you have blessed the offering this morning, the special sacrifices that have been made. Lord God, we want to give you glory and honor and bless your name, Lord. Lord Jesus, let it, that it, this will be used for the further of your cause. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go into the word of God this morning. And I endeavor not to be before you long. And so, uh, you know, um, I pray that you have a, a day that is going to be great don't let nothing hinder you from having a great day. You deserve a great day. 
I know that it, it, it takes something sometimes. You don't know what a person may have gone through to get here. You don't know what they may have gone through to uh, end the date. And, and so you want to uh, be sensitive to that. You just never know. And so we're going into the word of God. I want you to open your Bibles up uh, this morning. I need you to join in with me. Uh, if you are, uh, turn your device to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. I ask that you will stand for the reading of the word. If you can, you know, some are at work right now listening, some are driving. But those that are here in this house, the 28th chapter, the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy, we're going to begin at verse 1 and reading aloud, reading aloud. And, and so uh, let's begin. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Continue. And all the blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. Read. Blessed is thou in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. For flesh shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and the flock of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy baskets, and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up against thee, to be smitten for thy I want to pause right there. And I want to give God some praise. I want to pause. We're going to read some more. But right there, give God a praise right now. Thank you. Give him Hallelujah. a praise. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, give him some praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Mighty God, bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I just need you to understand something. We're going to read verses 8 through 14, but I just need you to understand something. That praise is not a cliche. It's not a mere chatter, but but give, but we give God the fruits of our lips. And we open our mouths up wide to give him a hallelujah praise, which means praise the Lord. And, and so uh, we're, we're going to bless the Lord. We're going to bless him. We're going to bless him because he is blessing us. Let's begin at the eighth verse. Read. The Lord and in all thy settest thine hand unto. I need you to think about this as you're reading it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouse. Think about it. And all that thou settest thy hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord shall give thee. Read. The Lord shall establish thee as a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways, and all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. 
and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods and in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground and in the land which the Lord sware unto the fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only. Thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them, and thou shalt go Amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. Just before you take your seats, give God some praise. Just give him some praise. Mighty God, bless your Lord. graduation right now and you know and your child is graduating you know and and the ceremony has come to an end everyone be tossing and you know and just going crazy giving a prayer because now they're entering into uh, another episode of life you understand what I'm saying and you know or maybe you received some good news something that you may have inherited and so you, you begin to give God a praise. And, and so we have inherited through the, through the act of belief and obedience. Because the Bible said he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Uh, we, those that come to the Lord must first believe. Must believe what? That he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The Bible tells us over in 2 Kings 13, verse 16 and 17, and he said to the king of Israel, he said to the king of Israel, put thy hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hand upon the king's hand. And he said, open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot, and he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite the Syrians uh, in after, till thou have consumed them. I'm blessed. You need to tell yourself that I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You, you need to tell yourself I'm blessed. Open your mouth up and say I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You need to know how to follow. You need to know how to go along with what God is saying. I am blessed. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm not just saying it, but I'm blessed. Do you know for yourself that you're blessed? Talk to me, somebody. Then, then, then declare. Let the heavens know I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Let the earth know that I am blessed. blessed. Let all the, the heavenly hosts, those that encamp round about you to protect you, that I am blessed. I am blessed. Thank you, Lord. I'm blessed. You're blessed. And, you know, the enemy, if he can, he'll make you or he'll try but I don't think he have a foot in this place, right? I don't think he have a word in this conversation right now. But I'm blessed. And you have to tell yourself in every instance, I am blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. The word blessed can refer to favor. 
So when I say I'm blessed, when you say you're blessed, you're saying that I am favored. I have favor with God. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I enjoy the favor with, with men and women. I enjoy the favor with my brothers and sisters. I enjoy the favor with everyone. But I know that they're limited, you know, in all that they can do, but they can do enough. But I'm blessed. I, I'm favored with God. I, I, I have God's favor. You have God's favor. Because uh, the Bible says, as we have read, that he will bless us because we are his people. We're his people. The odds can be against you right now at this very moment. But like cream, you'll rise to the top because you are blessed. Now, don't make no mistake about it. I am talking to those that line up with the word of God. I'm not talking about having one foot in and one foot out. I'm not talking about excusing yourself to do what you want to do and then say, well, I, I'm going to, you know, I was listening to someone, uh, the, uh, someone, uh, their testimony, and they said that I told God, don't, don't take me out while I'm out here. In other words, I'm, I'm out in the streets doing my thing, but don't take me out. Just give me an opportunity to, uh, to, to, to not die like that and, and I'll sing a couple of praise songs for you uh, uh, these are their words I, I'm talking about their words uh huh they didn't say nothing about I'll dedicate my life I'll sanctify myself they just said you know let me continue and I'll give you I'll go there sometime and give you a praise and you know but let me do my music and those are their words I'm just repeating what they said uh, but that's not what God is calling for a sometime He's calling for all the time. Nobody wants a sometime relationship. Am I right? Amen. But we want full time. We want full time. Uh, God wants full time love. Uh, in Revelation, he told the church, he said, he said, you don't love me like you used to. Uh, you know, uh, you left your first love. And so you need to come back and love me like you used to. And so uh, the Bible, uh, the, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And so uh, that word favor, that I have preference, I'm looked upon with preference. Daniel was looked upon and he was preferred. Daniel was preferred because he was dedicated to the Lord. Daniel was preferred because he said, look at his upbringing. Uh, Daniel uh, being about eight, nine, ten, you know, could have been a young teen in his thirties. He was not an older man. Daniel was just a child. And he knew how to dedicate himself to God. I I'm pausing to let that marinate for a moment. That meant his mom. Uh, maybe it was Mr. Mom. Maybe it was mom and dad. But someone mentored him, taught him how to be committed unto the Lord and not to deviate. But we have too many deviations. We have too many excuses. It's time out for that. You know, we, we, uh, uh, what someone said, I've been there, done that, it's, it's time out for that. We don't do that. We don't do that. And so, but Daniel, uh, he had a responsibility. And that responsibility included him learning a foreign language. It required him to learn the culture of something that he had not been exposed to until the captivity. And so now he didn't have the luxury of saying, I'm too young for that. You know, I hear people say, well, you know, I'm older and I don't know that. I just don't get it. No, listen, you can get it if you try. Uh, 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 he didn't say I'm too young and I couldn't get that. Uh, you know, I'm just a kid. What do you expect from me? No, he lined up with what the expectations were. And within that, he did not forget about God. Nor the commandments of the Lord. 
So it leaves us without excuse because someone has already done it. It leaves us without excuse that I can serve the Lord and at the same time handle my other responsibilities. It gave him preference because the Bible said that he looked different. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you're going to you're going to begin to look different. Uh-huh. Listen to what I'm telling you. Listen to what I'm saying. You're going to begin to look different. Have you ever, some of us have, have seen where we've walked up on someone and seen the Shekinah glory on them. It's not something that you make happen. It's just something that happens according to the favor of God. Maybe you looked at yourself and said, man, my hands look new. Uh, I looked in the mirror and it just something you just knew you did not look the same as before because God was was pulling back the veil and showing you something about yourself. Blessed means to enjoy happiness, bliss, contentment, good fortune. That's not to say that you won't deal with some stressful issues. That's not to say that your emotions won't rise up and, and try to make you feel a certain way. It, won't, it doesn't say that you won't stump your foot and say, ouch. Or maybe um, some other choice words might come to mind, but because you have bridled your tongue by the word of God, they never come out. This morning, I'm prophesying into your ears, prophesying into your home, wherever you are this morning, that it shall come to pass. If thou will hearken diligently, meticulously, thoroughly unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is prophecy. Speaking the word of God. Don't have to speak in tongues to do it. Nope. Don't have to run up and down the aisle with a quickening. Don't have to dance right now. You will not feel like it. But, but I want to make it plain. I want it to be clear. Because the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away before one piece of his word should not come to pass. So I want to prophesy into your ears, your home, wherever you are this morning, that it shall come to pass. If you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. If thou will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. It's important to be sensitive to the voice of the Lord. Now, we had a, a, just an example, a little deviation in, in, in the service this morning because of the voice of the Lord. I was driving in and the Lord said, said you, Pastor Carl, he didn't have to say my name, he didn't have to use a title. Uh, I knew it was the voice of the Lord saying, prepare me a special offering. Uh, this was not, he was not telling everybody to do that. It was instructions to me. And, to, and that your service will go a certain way, to do it this way. And so as I drove in, I had to do exactly what God was saying. Not that it means anything is going to, uh, you know, sometimes when we're told to do something, we think something's going to happen. Oh, something must be getting ready to happen. I I'm blessed. That that's what happened. I'm blessed. And God asked me for something. 
And because he asked, I said, yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Lord. To be overtaken means something. Something, something. We don't identify what that something is, but we, can, we do know there's going to be a blessing. Uh, to be overtaken means something. Uh, in this case, the word of the Lord. Uh, he travels by his word. I, I need you to get that. I need you to highlight that in your mind. Uh, God travels by his word. He travels by his word. Something he has spoken about you, to you, for you, will catch up with you if you hearken because, uh, not if, let's take the word if out. Because you hearken diligently to his word. Now we know what it means to be diligent. Uh, we, we, we go to the doctor. We want to make, we want our doctor to be diligent. We want our nurses, right? Be very diligent, be meticulous, thorough. I, I personally prefer a female doctor because of the motherly instinct that they have. And, and you know, there's a little, and that's not to put down the men. I, I'm sorry, but there's something about that motherly instinct that, that I appreciate. It doesn't mean that the male, but listen. And, and so hearing the voice to observe and to do all his commandments so you will be overtaken. The word of God will speed up. <laughs> It'll speed up. It will speed up in your direction. And, and it'll be on the same path, you know, of course, a delusion course, uh, you know, the same path that you're on, traveling in the same direction that you're traveling in. And all of a sudden, expectedly, you expect it because God has already spoken it, but you just don't know when to where. Unexpectedly, it comes upon you. And all of a sudden, bam! A blessed collision. When we meet the conditions, he said, if thou hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, people think that, well, you know, there, there are millions that have been made uh, recently. There are thousands, tens of thousands that have been made and, you know, and there's been new jobs and all, and that's fine. The Bible said that the, the sun shines upon uh, everybody. It doesn't matter if you're saved or unsaved. The sun is going to shine upon you. The sun is shining. There's people in prison that, that are there because they did commit the act as well as those that did not. There are people that are uh, that are in other places and the sun is shining up on them and they're worshiping other, uh, other gods. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm today, I'm just here to tell you uh, uh, that, that, that one plus one is, is, is two. Two plus two is four. And there's no deviation from that. When we line up with the word of God, he said that when we hearken diligently, listen to his voice and what he has to say. God has a plan that covers everything that, there, that needs to be covered. Uh-huh. We pray. But prayer, uh, prayer helps us. We still got to do our homework for those that are in school. Uh, prayer don't do your homework for you. But the Bible says, that if we apply our hearts unto instruction and our ear uh, to the word of knowledge, that something is going to happen. We're going to be blessed. Uh, the Bible tells us that he, and, and Micah 6 and 8, it says that he has shown thee, O man, what is good and what doeth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly. Uh-huh. Be, be fair. And to love mercy, be merciful, and to walk humbly with thy God. 
So while as you see yourself and as you are experiencing, you know, and as you begin, as you tell yourself that I'm blessed, I've got it going on. Uh, you got to remember to do good. The Lord told the children of Israel, he said, don't forget that you were once in bondage. So when you come out, you now that you've been delivered from bondage, make sure that you treat others right. Because you've been there where they, uh, make sure you treat them right. Bless your Lord God. Hallelujah. And do what the Lord requires of you. Do what the Lord requires. Do what the Lord, what does the word of God say? Love mercy. Have some compassion for someone else. The rich man who uh, had it going on came home, saw the uh, poor man Lazarus Weak, sickly, in need, just sitting there, not feeling well. The Bible said the dogs licked the sword. The only comfort he had was the dogs that licked the wounds that needed to be healed. He was in the right place because there was someone that could have helped him that refused to be merciful, that refuse to be just, that refuse to show some goodness and certainly ignore what the Lord required of him. The day came that Lazarus died and he was seen in the bosom of Abraham. When the rich man died, he was buried and that's what the Bible says. And he looked up and he saw Lazarus and he asked for some compassion, but it was too late. There's a great gulf between heaven and hell. And I believe that there's even a greater expansion between the lake of fire and the kingdom and those that inherit the kingdom of God. Deuteronomy, uh, the 27th chapter says, and Moses with the elders, of Israel commanded the people saying, keep all the commandments which I command you this day. And it shall be on the day when ye shall pass over Jordan into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, that thou shalt set thee up great stones and plaster them with plaster. And thou shalt write them, write the words of this law when thou pass over, thou, that thou mayest go unto the land which the Lord thy God give thee, a land that floweth with milk and honey, a good land, a land that has some substance to it, a good land that has all that you need. As the Lord thy God hath promised you, I'm going to prophesy to you again that you will be blessed in the city and that you will be blessed in the field. You will be blessed in your body, the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. In other words, your investments will be blessed. Blessed shall, thy, shall be thy baskets in thy storehouse. Your savings will be blessed. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in and when thou goest out. Your mere presence of walking into the facility, wherever you work, wherever you're attending education, when you walk into the house, when you walk into the home that you're visiting, that your favor, your blessing that you carry will uh, is also present with you. It 
appears with you. Wherever you are, your blessing is there with you at that moment. Hallelujah. It's not something that you obtain at church and when you walk out the door, it remains here. No, when you sit down in the seat of your vehicle, you are sitting down in your blessing, a blessing. In other words, I'm talking about the spirit of form, the blessing itself, the anointing that, that keeps you covered, the blood that keeps you, the blessing, the presence of God that is there with you. Bless the Lord. Blessed shall thou be when thou come in and when thou goest out. And listen, uh, uh, not a bad attitude. Not a, that's not a blessing. Not a terrible personality. A bad dispensation. No, that's not a blessing. But the favor of God's word that is with you has been the word that has been prophesied over you. The word that is being made plain, clear, and simple so that you will understand that you are not just. You're not just an individual. Uh, but you are, uh, but God has made you his people. Mighty God. His people can make the declaration that I am blessed. Not only am I blessed, but I have the arrow of deliverance. Uh-huh. Uh, bless you, Lord God. I, 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 have the, I have the word of God. I have what is needed to bring about deliverance. This only comes because we are sticking with the God that we know. Uh-huh. The God that delivers us, the God that heals us, the God that blesses us, the God that helps us when we wake up. Let me let me let me help you here that when you wake up sometime and you just don't feel good. He's still God and you're still his child. When you sometime don't know which way to go. You caught in a in a moment that you need to make a decision about something. He's still your God. He's still working things out with you. And that is part of life that sometimes you come to a crossroad. We read about it all the time. Where the king went to the priest, he went to the prophet and asked. Should we go out and battle? Should we do this? Should we do that? Will God be with us if we do it? And the answer will come. So just like you and I, we have to stop and wait sometimes for the answer to arrive. But God said he'll send the answer because he said you'll be blessed going out and you'll be blessed coming in. Now, the Bible says Elisha had been suffering from an illness. Second Kings of the scripture I read. And the illness overtook him and he died from it. But prior to his death, Joash, the king of Israel, went down to see him, to weep over him. He was sorrowful, seeing what had come, what was happening with him. Said, my father, my father, he cried. The chariots and the horsemen of Israel, he had a concern about the people in the country and with Elijah's breath, with Elijah's strength and what he had remaining. Said, get a bow and some arrows. And so he obeyed what was being said. He went and got the bow and he went and got the arrow. And he took the bow and he put the bow in his hand. And Elisha uh, said to the king of Israel, when you have taken it, Elijah put his hand over him. So you can imagine with your mind that, 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 that 
uh, Joash has the bow and he's pulling back on it. And Elisha is now walked up on him and has put his hands over his hand. I'm putting my hand over your hand right now. And, and as he pulled back, said, open the east window. And he said, and when the window was open, he said, now shoot. Uh-huh. And so he obeyed and he shot it. He said, the Lord's arrow of victory. Prior to Elisha putting his hand upon the king of Israel's head, it was just a regular bow. It was just a regular piece of wood. It was just some string. But soon as Elijah touched it, as soon as Elijah spoke, it became the arrow of victory. The arrow of victory over his enemy. The arrow of victory over the very situation that he was afraid of. He told him this. And let me caution you something here. Because you're going to hear, as you hear God speak to you. As you hear what God says to you. You're going to want to act upon it, but don't, don't withdraw. Don't hold back. I mean, the Bible said, I take no pleasure in a drawback spirit. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm going to say it again. He said, I take no pleasure in a drawback spirit. Don't hold back on God. God deserves the awesomeness of you because you're wonderfully made no matter where you are. No matter where you're standing, no matter how many people around you, God deserves the awesomeness of what he has made. And that's you. We're the people of his pastor. It's the Lord that has made us, not we ourselves. The Lord told, Elisha told him this. And I'm giving you this in closure because I need you to make sure that you Listen, take the arrows. Remember, he had the, the bow. He had some arrows. He shot an arrow. There's an arrow victory. He said, take the arrows. And the king took them. And Elijah told him to strike the ground. You know, sometimes we come to the service. We come to church. And, and, and like this morning, say, come on and give God some praise. You know, and you'll have somebody that, 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 that's, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He told him, said, give, take the arrow and, and strike the ground with it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, mind wandering all over the place. But no, take the arrow and strike the ground with it. Uh, I need you to do something for me. Go over there to the corner. It should be some sticks right there. Just take one of the sticks. The drum next to the here, the, the hi-hat is a snare. Hit it. Nope. Next to the hi-hat. To your, to your left. Yep. Flick that little switch up on it. On the side. Okay, hit it. Thank you. All right. There we go. He told them to strike the ground. Now, see, that's the mistake. He didn't know I was going to tell him that. But he told them to strike the ground. And he stopped right there. Now, he stopped because I held up three fingers. But this time, I want you to take the arrow and strike the ground. That's what the king should have done. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. 
So when you're told to give God a praise, oh, hallelujah, what should you be doing? something great. Because see, when that king only struck it, struck, took the arrows and struck it three times, he messed up. Because see, those three hits didn't knock his enemy out the box. But when he gave him a praise... dedicated your life unto the Lord <clears throat> if you've not dedicated your life to him or if you need to rededicate your life do that don't wait don't put it off but dedicate your life to the God that healeth thee the God that delivers thee The word of God has already prophesied over each of you this morning. Mm -hmm. The word of God has already spoken. He's already spoken it. I'm relying on the prophecies that has been written. Because the Bible said where, there's, where there be prophecy, it will fail. So for all of those that are that have built fame and reputation and, you know, off of, oh, I'm a prophet, so and so. Listen. Listen to what I'm saying. This is not taking away anything from anybody. But what I'm telling you is this. The true word of prophecy is the word of God, and that never fails. That never ceases. It never stops. Be blessed. Because you are blessed. Know 
that you have the arrow of deliverance. Mighty God, bless you, Lord. If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins, I want to encourage you to do that. Get saved. Get into a church of truth and power. Bless you, Lord God. Call upon the Lord. The Bible said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Remission, baptism is for remission of sin. And all of those that have been baptized was rebaptized in the name of Jesus. This is Pastor Carl Henderson on Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. I hope to see you here or to see you there. Remember the songs that you've heard and those by our artists, those by the songstress and producers, our respective property thereof. Amen. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed.